Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transformations Podcast. And I'm going to be summarizing the book of Judges. And this will be part one. So here it goes. I am so excited to continue the series of summarizing the books of the Bible. Now we are going to study out the book of Judges. In chapter one, the Lord was with them and had many victories. Verses two, four, 13, 17, and 22. The Israelites enslaved the Canaanites and other nations instead of driving them out in verses 27 to 36. This this was in clear disobedience towards God. God mentions this to the Israelites in chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. I love that even though the Israelites worship other gods, forsake the Lord's commands, and was punished because of it, God's love and mercy never ceased. God is unshakable in his love for us. This is something that I got from chapter 2, especially in verses 1 to 3. After Joshua, the Israelites initially served the Lord throughout their lifetime. Verses 6 to 9. But the Israelites, after that, did not know God and what he has done for Israel. It was also sad that people eventually fell away from God. This is why it is extremely crucial to teach our children and fellow believers how to live for God every day. By our words and our actions. The Israelites went to sin and worshipped the Baal and false gods and false idols. Verses 11-13 through 13 and 17. As a result of this, God sold them into the hands of the enemies and God raised up judges to deliver them from the enemies. Verses 14-15. to 15. The Israelites failed to worship the Lord their God only by worshipping other false gods. An angel reappears similarly in Joshua 5, 14, but stating that God would no longer fight for Israel in chapter 2, verse 3. God chose a leader. Israel abandons God, joined the Canaanite gods in immorality, deal with God's anger and judgment. In verses 11 and 14 of chapter 2, God chose another leader, and a downward spiral continued. Verses 18 and 19. God is sending his mercy throughout all of this, though. Verse 18 of chapter 3. Ooh, it's a lot of verses and chapters, but it's a really great book. They messed up, was punished, and God extended mercy on them by bringing judges to help the Israelites. I do not want to abuse God's grace and mercy, and that is why I am going to be extra firm to ensure that I am not living in a life of sin. I do not want it because God is worth more and is everything. God will bring things in people's lives in order to test them. Verses 21 and 22 of chapter 2 and chapter 3 verses 1 through 4. I want to pass that test and be right with God. God used many other judges. um, (laughs) O-T-H-N-E-I-L and then second E-H-U-D, and Samgar to help God's people in chapter 3. Now we're going to go into the story of Deborah. Chapter 4 discusses Deborah. Once the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and they were sold, and God heard they crying. They were sold in verse 2, and God heard they crying in verse 3. Deborah sent out Bar- um, Barak, verse 6. But Barak only would have done what was commanded of him if 
Deborah went with him. If she didn't go, he wouldn't. Verse 8. Because of that, the honor would not be his, but but from a woman. Verse 9. It is crucial to answer the call that God is asking us to do and not overly depend on other people to be there with me and hold my hand. To Israelite. To illustrate. <laughs> I had to set biblical boundaries and work through my addiction myself with Jesus. I couldn't expect other people to, to do that for me. Anyways, the victory was won, and it was due to a woman that God chose instead of Barak. Just like what was said earlier to Barak, verses 14, 17, 21, and 22. Two times in the song of Deborah and Barak, it mentioned that people... I mentioned about how people are willing to offer themselves. Verses 2 and 9 of chapter 5. The woman named Gerald received the honor instead of um, Barak. Verses 24 to 26. Another thing I could take from Barak is that even though he was not honored and wouldn't have done it without Deborah, he still obeyed and served God. Messing up and living in fear are extremely detrimental towards our walk in the guard, but choosing to repent and still serve God allows God's work to be completed in our lives. Now we're going to go into the story of Gibeon. Even after all that victory, Israel did, the, did evil in the eyes of the Lord and was given to the Mennonites. Verse 1 of chapter 6. The Israelites cried out to God, verse 7, and sent a prophet to assist in verse 8. God commanded the Israelites not to worship other gods and they, didn't, they did not listen to God, verse 10. Life becomes tremendously difficult when I, when I decide to live for myself and disobey God's commands. I am hurting myself, to be honest. Gibeon wanted more than one sign from God in order to believe that he can be used for God's glory. Verses 13 to 18. God's word wasn't enough. Verses 16 to 18, 36 to 38, 39 and 40. I can be like this as well. I pray to have the type of faith that exceeds what my current circumstances to be and that God's word is enough for me. I do appreciate God's patience and love here. It should have been simple. God commanded something, you do it. But he was being patient and addressing Gibeon's request. Gibeon struggled with people pleasing, by the way. God told him to break down the altars and the Asher poles. Gibeon obeyed it, but he did it at night because he was afraid of his family. But it was found out anyways and his life was threatened. Verses 25-30 They argued that instead of dealing with Gibeon, Baal must do it instead. Verses 30-32 But obviously, it did not happen because Baal was false. Sometimes someone has to go against their family in order to follow God. Gibeon had to go against his family in order to honor God. It is loving them because I am putting God first and showing them the light of Christ. I also love how God chose the weakest plan in Mazenar and Gideon is the least in his family. Verses 13 through 16 of chapter 6. I do not have to be perfect or amazing for God to use me. I just have to be willing and have wholehearted devotion to God's purpose and will in my life. Also, sometimes we question why we may go through hard times in life. Generally, it is used to build our character and create testimony in order to glorify God for an unknown reason, but knowing that God is always good and faithful, no matter what our circumstances may say, or to discipline us from our disobedience. This is why I'm striving to take responsibility for when things go wrong. Instead of asking God, why is this happening? I can ask God what did I do wrong or trying to teach me and how I can get closer to God so I can get through this. Extremely convicting. I love how in chapter 7, God delivered the Mennonites to the Israelites because 
um, uh, yes, <laughs> um, but it was too many people. So they had to be sent home. Verse 6. God did this so that no one can boast or say that their strength saved them. Verse 2. I absolutely love that because there are so many times I know for sure that God is, is the one working and not me. Really convicted and awesome. I love how God addressed the possible fears um, of, of Gibeon and gave a great plan. Verse 10. I have to be honest with God about my fears and come up with a gay plan to rely on God. Chapter 18 was an intense chapter. He, um, he said that God will rule over them and not him. But he took his gifts from people that I believe that he shouldn't have done. And that he is Gibeon because we're still on the story of Gibeon. I just wanted to clarify that because I know I said, wait, I didn't do that before. <laughs> um so let's see where is where am i at now hmm yes i'm going to repeat the sentence again gibeon said that god will rule over them and not him verses 22 to 23 but he took the gifts from people that i believe he shouldn't have done verse 24. after he made the goal the israelites prostituted themselves by worshiping it there and it became a snare to gideon and his family verse 27 that is why I want to be in the world, but not be part of the world. I want to eliminate the influence the world has on me and completely reject anything that is from, against God. That is my personal conviction and focus lately. I do not care about how nice it sounds or feels. If it's against God, I must get rid of it right away. I cannot wait. Gibeon died and the Israelites prostituted themselves to the Baals. They set up a false God and did not remember God, even though God was the one who rescued them. They failed to show loyalty to the family of Jeroboam, Gideon, despite all the good things he has done for them. Verses 33 to 35. I can relate to doing this to God. Sin and idol ruins, ruins my life and many others. Most importantly, it hurts God. It is not worth it. I must not choose to overindulge in TV, YouTube shorts, food, or any other idol because this is what happens when I do. Extremely convicting. Abimelech. Gibeon's son, Abimelech, slaughters his father's sons. Chapter 9, verses 5 through 6. Jotham escapes and warns those who will follow Abimelech. Judges 9, 7. One day Abimelech will be destroyed, verses 20 and 23 to 24. Just like Abimelech's conspiracy depend, depended, depend, <laughs> depended, on the support of his mom's family, verses 1 through 4, and slaughtered his brothers with a stone, verses 5 and 18, Abimelech was killed by a mother and a stone, verses 52 to 54. I love how it says what is done, what was done, <laughs> verse 17. It is crucial to remember what God has done for us and really analyze whether or not what we are doing is a proper thank you for all that God has done for us. Verse 18. That is really convicting for me. Um, anyway, 100% of the time, the answer is no. That is why I do not want to live a life that is disrespectful to what God has done for me. Abimelech died because of the wickedness that he has done to his father by murdering his brothers. Verse 56. And to the people of Shechem. Um, 
yes wait one second let me see something that is why i do not want to live a life that is disrespectful to what god has done for me abimelech died because of the weakness he has done to his father by murdering his brothers verse 56 and the people of sexual paid for their wickedness as well verse 57 okay perfect there you go okay so this is going to be the concluding point of part one of the study of the book of judges i'm going to continue the story of abimelech in my next podcast episode so please check it out thank you so much for listening to transformation podcast and i hope you have a great day bye for now